Grace, mercy, and peace are yours from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Today we are in week four of our sermon series entitled By Faith. As we've been looking at in detail at, at Hebrews chapter 11, we are taking a tour with our Heavenly Father through his hall of faith. Our stop today leads us to Genesis chapter 5 and the story of a man by the name of Enoch. Like Abel last week, there isn't much that's written about Enoch in scripture, very few verses about this man. And yet, he is well known among believers because he is one of two people who God took to heaven without dying. As we take a look at the story of Enoch today, we'll do so on the basis of two verses from Hebrews chapter 11, verses 5 and 6. Here, there we read this. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. This is the word of our God. You can't stay inside forever, right? That's what somebody told me a couple of months ago as they were experiencing the safer at home COVID pandemic. And one of the things that they shared with me and many of you did that was a blessing of COVID-19 is the walks that people have been able to take with friends and with family. It is a great blessing, isn't it? Taking walks with someone. You get to have good conversation. You get some good bonding time with that person. It's just a nice way to spend a little time and get a little exercise as well. Perhaps that idea of a fellowship of bonding with walking is exactly why the Bible in Genesis chapter 5 tells us that Enoch walked with God. This wasn't a physical exercise that Enoch carried out, but more a spiritual one. His walk with God was a fellowship that Enoch had with God. And the writer to the Hebrews tells us exactly how that came about. Today, as we take a look at these verses from Hebrews chapter 11, let's do so on the basis of this theme, walking with God. Noting first that, that God provides the faith, and then secondly, that God brings the blessings. Maybe there's more that we would like to know about Enoch. There is some information for us in Genesis chapter 5. We, we read that earlier. We know who Enoch's father was, a man by the name of Jared. We know Enoch fathered a boy by the name of Methuselah, who ended up, as far as we know, living the longest life of anyone on earth, 969 years. We know how long Enoch's life was, 365 years. But some of what we know about Enoch is left to the unknown. It's a mystery. You see, in Genesis chapter 5, there's a pattern that is set up. The person in Adam's line is named. It tells us how many years they lived. And then the child that they had, how many years they lived after that child. And then they died. One after another after another. They lived, they had a child, they lived some more, they died. Until we get to the story of Enoch. Genesis just tell, simply tells us that he was no more because he was taken away by God. And the writer to the Hebrews fills in exactly what Moses is writing in Genesis. That 
there was no death for Enoch. He experienced no physical death. God had transferred him, taken him from this life to the life that is to come. Three times in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5, we read the words, taken away. That's an original word in the Greek that means to transfer or transport. What that looked like in Enoch's case, how he went from earth to God, we're simply not told. I once heard a pastor wonder if maybe it was sort of like the Star Trek beaming him up. It doesn't really matter how it happened. The Bible makes very clear that it did, that Enoch left this world without experiencing physical death. So the Bible tells us the blessing that God gave to Enoch, but why? Why did God give this special blessing to Enoch? In Hebrews chapter 11, we're told that he was commended as one who pleased God. How? How had Enoch pleased God? Was he somehow a more exemplary believer than anyone who had ever lived, that God simply said, I'm taking him home to heaven? The Bible doesn't say that. What the writer to the Hebrews does make clear is what made him commendable before God. What made him someone who pleased God? He gives it to us in two words. Words that we are now becoming more familiar with with each passing week. Those two words, by faith. By faith, God took Enoch from this life. By faith, Enoch trusted the promises of God. By faith, Enoch lived out his life, knowing how to honor and glorify God. That's what the Bible points to. It wasn't about what Enoch did or how great his life was, but about the faith that God had given him and how Enoch lived that faith as a testimony to what he believed about God. Like you and like me, the gift of faith is a gift from God. It was God who gave Enoch, that faith, it's God who gives you and me faith. Yes, what the Bible tells us is that God chose us. Many places in the Bible remind us that all of the blessings that we have are gifts from God, including the faith that we have to believe them. The Apostle Paul wrote it this way in his second letter to the Thessalonians in verse 13. But we are always obligated to thank God for you, brothers, loved by the Lord, because God chose you from the beginning for salvation by the sanctifying work of the Spirit and faith in the truth. It's God's choosing us, God giving us faith that puts us in our walk, our walk with God and our way to a life with him forever. God has chosen us. We're chosen by God. Maybe we should take a minute just to reflect on the beauty of that statement. You see, I think there's times when we think about the word chosen or, or being picked by someone, and maybe it takes us back to our schoolyard days. You remember those days? When an activity was planned, either at recess time or maybe during a, a physical education class, and two captains were chosen to pick teams, to divide teams. Remember how that goes? Depending on what activity is being uh, entered into, what sport is being played, you chose people, the captains would, on the basis of their ability to play that game. If it was basketball, you took the best shooter. If it was baseball, the best hitter. 
Whatever sport it was, you took the person who you thought would help your team the most. Maybe that concept, that concept of being chosen because of the gifts that you have, is lost on us or leads us to be lost about what grace exactly means. You see, if we think that God chose us because of something in us, of some reason that we gave God to, cho to choose us, then we are not listening to what the Bible has to say. God didn't choose us because of us. God chose us because of grace. While we were still sinners, Romans 5 tells us, Christ died for us. That shouldn't upset us. That should make us marvel that before the creation of the world, God chose you and me to be his very own, to make us the holy people that he wants us to be, to lead us on our walk with him. That's exactly what God did for Enoch, too. He chose him, first of all, to have faith, but then by his grace, he also chose him for the special blessing of being taken to heaven without dying. Can you even imagine what that must have been like for Enoch? One minute he's living his life on this earth, and the next minute he's gone. He's in heaven. It's a marvel that God would do something so special for him. And then maybe a second question comes into our minds. Why not us? Why would God not give us that same blessing? You see, when we look at blessings that other people have, isn't there always a temptation to feel inferior? To feel like we don't somehow measure up? That somehow Enoch must have been this grand Christian that we could never live up to. But here's the beauty of what God says in his word. What makes you right before God isn't what you do, but the faith that God has given you to trust in him. All of us can identify, can't we, the missteps that we have had on our walk with God? We know that there have been times we've stepped out of the path where we've sinned against him. We know that if it were left to us, if it was all about how well we walked with God, there would be reason for despair. And Satan loves nothing more than using those moments of our lives, those, those times when we know we've been away from our walk with God, to convince us that there's no way that God could love us. Here's the beauty of the gospel. And here's what God wants you to know beyond any doubt so that you have no reason for despair. It's not what you do that brings you faith and that brings you justice before God. It's the faith that God has given you that makes you right before God. It's faith that justifies. God declares you not guilty, not on the basis of what you and I do, but on the basis of what Jesus has already done in our place. No, we might not get the same blessing as Enoch and go to heaven without dying, but God has filled our lives with his grace. Consider for a moment the blessings that God has given us through our faith in Jesus. First of all, we know that on that cross, on the cross on which he died, Jesus gave up his very life to win for us the forgiveness of every single one of our sins. Every misstep, every time we've wandered off the path, it's Jesus who has washed that away in the blood that he shed. We know that by Jesus' resurrection from the dead, that we have life in his name, that we will be raised from the dead on, and join him for an eternity in heaven. Yes, that's what we get to look ahead to. That's the hope and future that you and I hold on to every single day that Jesus is coming back to take us to be with him forever. 
Do you remember that word that I talked to you about, the taken away word, the word that we could tra that translate transfer or transport? The Bible uses the same word about you and me and how we make it from death to life, that God will transport us. He will transfer us from this life to the life that is to come. God's blessings flow even in even greater measure. He doesn't leave us on our own as we live our lives in this world, but he guides us in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yes, as we walk with God, it's God's word. It's our faith in Jesus. It's the power that comes through Jesus and his word that leads us on our walk with God. And then we can live with joy. Joy in knowing that that walk is leading us all the way to our eternity in heaven. Do you feel like you've lost some of that joy? Do you need a recharge or a refreshment of joy? Come back to God's promises again and again. Remember what God has told you about your faith and how that declares you by God, holy and blameless in his sight, and makes you an heir of eternal life. Here's how the Apostle Paul described that transfer from one kingdom, the kingdom of this life, to the one that is to come in Colossians chapter 1. The Father rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Some takeaways from our sermon on Enoch today. Number one, like Enoch, we walk with God by faith. God has declared you not guilty on the basis of the trust that he has given you, by the faith he has given you in him. Number two, even though we may not be taken to heaven without dying, we will have life after death. Yes, God promises us that he will transfer, transport us from this life to the one that lasts forever, our life in eternity. And then finally, number three, knowing our future in heaven allows us to joyfully walk with God each day. Jesus once said these words, that, that as his sheep, we, we listen to his voice, we follow him, and he gives to us eternal life, and we will never perish. Nothing can take us, nothing can snatch us out of the hands of our Heavenly Father. We are truly safe in his hands, safe all the way to life in heaven. I read the other day that someone was wishing that they could hit a reset button on 2020, that somehow we could go back to January 1st, 2020 and just start the year all over again. And maybe you feel a little bit that way too. Maybe some of the joy has been sucked out of your life. Maybe circumstances have led you to be less joyful today than, than you were last year or, or years ago. I have a little video I'd love to just finish with today to share some joy with you. I love this video because it's just a reminder of the joy that, that, that we have in our hearts because of everything that Jesus has done for us. As you watch this little boy and, and just see the joy that he has in living life in this world, remember that in your walk with God, you have Jesus. You have Jesus who forgives you. You have Jesus who loves you. You have Jesus who is guiding you all the way to eternal life. And let that joy fill your heart and spill over into your life. Peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.